0: We are the Pop Gorillas, and this is the month where we review the top grossing summer blockbusters released between the first Friday in May and Labor Day weekend from each year, starting in 1989 and ending in 2021, to gauge whether they stand the test of time. Up next is Guardians of the Galaxy from 2014, which saw Marvel top the summer blockbusters list for the third year straight after The Avengers and Iron Man 3, earning $773.3 million off a $232 budget. This was a real swing for the MCU at this point in Phase 2, the Guardians were a relatively obscure set of characters and even lesser known amidst comic book reading fans. Not to mention the cosmic nature of the story, which, despite the presence of space god Thor, had been fairly muted up until this point. Enter James Gunn. To produce an end product better than any film about a half-terran cross between Han Sailor and Indiana Jones, a walking thesaurus, a talking tree, a green-skinned warrior woman and a bad-tempered raccoon has any right to be. I remember the first time I watched this and the moment I knew I was gonna fall in love with it. The film had revealed its surprisingly emotional opening before cutting to Star-Lord entering the cave on Morag. He puts on his headphones, then Suddenly, the scene cuts to a wide shot to reveal the theme's title in classic yellow exploitation font, the perfectly cast Pratt boogieing away in miniature amongst it. Oh, be still my beating heart. I've lost count the number of times I've seen Gardens of the Galaxy. It must be half a dozen. At least. There's so much to admire, so much to explore. It bears repeat viewings. Every joke still lands. Every emotional beat pulls on a heartstring every character is worthy of fronting their own galactic adventure. At the center of it all though is the man, the legend, Andy Dwyer aka Johnny Karate aka Burt Macklin aka Chris Pratt. Dreamcasting is another case of perfect actor for the role on the part of Marvel. They do take risks with their leading men. They always pay off though. In the case of Peter Quill, He's another in a long tradition of leading men in adventure movies that have no idea what they're doing, but seem to be able to charm and improvise their way out of any tight spot. Think Injana Jones. Think Malcolm Reynolds. Think Jack Sparrow. But obviously only in the first parts of the Caribbean. Star-Lord is the same. He has that effervescent knowing cultural quality to him that appeals to the wannabe hero in us all. I don't understand the backlash against Pratt, as a performer or a person. Perhaps it's just because we like to tear people down after we've seen them achieve success. I don't subscribe to this behaviour, nor the negative opinions on his portrayals. Gush over. Speaking of gushing, yes, a CGI raccoon and a stick can make a grown man cry. I'm not sure which I like more, the film itself or its soundtrack. Whichever way it falls. Both have had multiple, multiple plays as James Gunn unleashed a superior slice of sci-fi upon the MCU. We. Are. Groot. Make sure you subscribe, because the season of Summer Blockbusters continues tomorrow, as another billion-dollar franchise behemoth stomps its way into the record books, Jurassic World.